What is going on, BW Sports One World? It's time to bet your ass with Rafael Esparza. That's right, folks. Powered by Rockstar Realty. 317-503-8322. Driving for dyslexia. 317-643-1105. Elite Performance. 765-499-1005. And Aries Academy and Sports Vision Training. Check them out online. www.aries-academy.com. Raphael, what is going on from the West Coast? Nothing new. I mean, you know, same old, same old stuff over here. Uh, just uh, putting out some good stuff. Had a great, great uh, Saturday of watching hoops, knockouts, uh, more hoops, uh, frozen, uh, frozen slush in Tahoe when they're trying to skate around. So, uh, so I was drinking margaritas because it made me thirsty. Because that's what it looked like. One big. Uh, uh, lime laid uh, margarita on uh, on the ice. Uh, so it was it was a good weekend. There you go. I don't blame you. You know, it's funny you mentioned Saturday because Saturday, I had a good night as well, and it all went down to the Ultimate Fighting Championships main event, and that, my friend, paid me out greatly. I'm about to tell you what I bet on. And I'm going to just send you the pictures because I forgot to do that before the show. I'm going to send you the pictures so you can believe me. I mean, if, you, if you're going to tell me that you had Derek Lewis, then you're not the only one. I, mean, I, had, so... I had Derek Lewis to win. I had Derek Lewis to by win KO. by knockout. Well, so and, else. and hold on. Here's the kicker. I had Derek Lewis to win in the second round i'll give you the second round i'm not giving you props for Derek lewis winning and Derek lewis by, by ko because everyone had that and everyone's he could fight muhammad ali in boxing boxing only and people will still bet him by a ko and him by win because he has one punch he was getting destroyed in the fight leg kicks were hurting him the jab was hurting him he he won the fight because of one punch and one punch only. And so that's why when people are like, oh, I crushed the bookies because I had Derrick Lewis. Well, join everyone else. Everyone else did the same thing. So I'll give you the round. I'll give you the second prop. Congratulations. I'm bowing to you. No, no, no need to bow. No need to bow. Just check your phone when you get a chance just to confirm. Oh, no, I believe you. I believe you. But, but, but I can't give it. One, one out of three I'll give you. That's all right. Uh, you know, the money will pay me all three of them, though. So I'm fine with that. Well, it's not my money, so I mean. I no, it isn't. But it would have been everybody else's if I didn't bet on it, right? <laughs> but so, yeah, asked, I mean, I mean, yeah, and it was a hell of an upset on the card. The whole card was a hell of an upset. So it wasn't just, uh, I mean, that was a weird UFC event. And we had someone not show up to the ring because of back spasms. We had... Yeah, uh, Bob Ross's son uh, uh, pulling out. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it was it was just a weird, weird event. Uh, period. I mean, what if it wasn't for the main event? I thought the female fight. Uh, mm-hmm. I, can't, I don't. I don't want to butcher the last the girl's last name uh, on your show. I thought that was entertaining, but I, I thought it was a, a mediocre. If I had to grade it, I would give it a C minus, C plus at its best. I mean. Uh, I would get the we'll get into the boxing match. I thought the boxing match out blew the UFC's main event and co-main events all in the same factor. 
I agree wholeheartedly with that. Uh, I mean, there is no denying that that UFC card overall sucked, in my opinion, just on, and I'm agreeing with you. Um, you had a guy show up 11 and a half pounds overweight. He yeah. could have fought legitly in the next weight class up. That's pathetic in my book. That right there is so unprofessional. There has to be something that, I mean, I, I, could, I could not imagine being on that level. Coming in, yes, a pound overweight here and there, but you came in 11 and a half pounds over. Yeah, I mean, it's disgrace. I mean, that just shows your opponent, the league, or, or UFC, that you have no respect. <laughs> you know that you're 10 pounds overweight if you're fighting on Saturday. and You know by Wednesday, Thursday that, holy shit, there's no way – I'm going to make this. Then pull out. They will res- you, Dana White, UFC, and your opponent will respect you more if you say, hey, Wednesday, Thursday, there's no shit in hell that I'm going to make weight, so I'm going to bow out now. So maybe you can find uh, another uh, opponent or something like that. But I'm sorry. That's disrespectful. That must be a, a, a Nevada thing. What? Shit in hell. Yeah. I have never heard that combination in my life. Thank you, sir, for no, making me knowledgeable of shit in hell. It's hot. It's hot here when it's <laughs> when it's the end of July, August, and it's still a hundred and five degrees, and it's midnight. You're yeah. shitting in hell. You're shitting in hell. Okay, <laughs> say no more, right there. Now, okay, you, you so learned something new today. I do, and I appreciate that. I can I can add that to the knowledge worth that I have up here in this big head of mine. When you're on a treadmill tomorrow for some odd reason trying to gain, lose weight, or be muscular, you can think about, I'm sweating so bad that I'm shitting in hell. You know, sometimes it feels that way. Anyway, (laughs) let's move on to that awesome boxing match that you talked about earlier. I mean, it was just, on paper, it was just as big of an upset as the UFC main event was. It was, but if you kind of know Valdez uh, and how he fights and Burchett and how he gets in trouble, it's it wasn't. I mean, betting wise, yes, big upset. If you're a boxing nut and all that, it wasn't really that big of a upset because everyone right. knows that Burchett. Uh, if you hit him in the temple or close to the back of the head, his legs uh, start folding like folding chairs at church after the after it's over. Uh, in the fourth round, I'm shocked that he just didn't fold because like, I had to over under eight and a half rounds and nine and a half rounds. And at the fourth round, I said, SOB, I can't believe this guy's not even going to make it. The champ is not going to see the fifth round. So I got to give him credit uh, for making it to, uh, to almost going to this. But at the same time, I really thought he was dead or something bad happened after that knockout because that was – that that was one of the devastating knockouts I've seen in the last couple of years. I mean, granted, it's a light. If, you get, if there was a heavyweight, then maybe right. uh, some something bad would happen. But uh, that punch and how he landed and how he laid there, glad gladly they kept on showing, and you could see his chest moving up and down. But wow, that right. was a devastating left. Yeah, that was that was a, a hell of a sound. That, yes. that made when it connected. It was like you knew at that moment, even before the rigor mortis looking body hit the canvas, that he's out. It's a done deal. He ain't getting up from that. And you know, like you said, congrats. Uh, but, you know, talking about on odds on the books and stuff, a lot of casual fans, I would think, maybe put some money on um, 
Oh, uh, brain fart. Uh, Valdez. Valdez, yeah. And we did because he was around probably close to a five dollar underdog, and then by uh, when uh, Burchett was walking in a ring, some shops had three to one. He was plus, so they were with money. Uh, we lost on that fight because uh, uh, Oscar Valdez was getting a lot of money coming in, and, and uh, uh, no one gave any uh, respect for the former WBC champ uh, Miguel Burchett. But it's going to be interesting because there's some really good fights in that junior lightweight to WBL. Jamel Herring is up there, which is I've met him, saw him fight in Vegas, probably one of the last live events, uh, boxing live events I saw in Vegas. Uh, I met him and his whole team. We hung out at uh, Westgate. Uh, really, really cool guy. Uh, a former uh, uh, Air Force, was it Navy or so? He's in the service, so he's always I think Air Force. Uh, so he's big into uh, uh, the service and always brings those guys to his fights and stuff like that. And and then you got uh, Davis, the WBA champion. So Oscar Valdez has some really uh, really good uh, situations that he can go uh, with, and he can if he wants to. He can oh, come. I mean, Valdez was so heavy. I mean, he was uh, I think way in one thirty, and he came in about one forty six during the fight time. So he can move up if he wants. I think he'll maybe. Fight one more time in lightweight, unless I don't, I don't, I didn't hear if he had any trouble cutting weight. But at the same time, I mean, he's got Lopez Jr. five pounds that has all three belts uh, up there, and, and was at the fight. So uh, Oscar Valdez has a really, really bright future, and he's going to make some coin in the next uh, couple of years. Do you think that Valdez is the next uh, superstar of that division? I don't think he's Tefimo Lopez. He's not Lemachenko. He's a small guy. I mean, so if you have a guy that has a, a, a powerful jab, no, no disrespect to Miguel Prochet, he doesn't have a powerful jab. Uh, he just throws punches in different angles, and that's how he was getting his wins because it's hard to guard and block some of that. Uh, I think he'll have a hard time with Herring if he fights him because Herring's got that devastating uh, reach advantage on him and has some really good body punches. I think he can maybe beat Davis because they're both kind of that same type of fighter, small, stacky, uh, not long arms, who always want to attack the body. Uh, but I think he'll have a hard time with Herring, and, and I just I don't think he has a shot with Lopez Jr. Well, there you have it, folks. The fighting world has spoken with the odds maker himself. From Doc's Sports Picks. That's right. Check Doc Sports Picks out. What is it? DocSports.com? DocSportsPicks.com? Yes. DocSports.com. DocSports.com. Check it out. Text BW, yes, BW Sports 1 to 29022 and get your free $60 account started. Now we're going to take it to, we're going to leave it somewhat into the fighting scene, but we talked about this right before the show that I wanted to talk about. We're going to throw it in right here before we jump to college hoops. WandaVision. <laughs> so our good buddy Rafael Esparza gets tweets, gets Instagram messages, gets Facebook messages and emails talking about why don't you put this uh these odds up or or you know put this deal up on on my bookie. So he does. And for people who don't believe me, you're going to hear it right here. So I get an email today from the one and only Rafael Esparza talking about WandaVision, WandaVision season finale odds. Raphael, you got your odds up over there? Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Uh, Disney Plus and uh, the Star Wars franchise blew up the internet on season two of The Mandalorian. Uh, the last episode, I, I hate to spoil it if no one hasn't watched it, uh, but they had 
two surprise ga- uh, cameos in the last episode. And I, again, I apologize if you didn't see it, but it was Luke Skywalker and uh, R2-D2. So the whole internet just blew up. It was probably, hey, they didn't even have to have Luke Skywalker or R2-D2. I thought, R2-D2. I thought the, the writing and the graphics and the storyline of The Mandalorian Season 2 is no wonder why I got another Globe and Globe uh, nod. It was really, really good. But just to throw that in the mix, it just blow up the internet. So I'm like, well, the the actors of WandaVision uh, have been doing a lot of interviews saying, that, hey, we're going to have some cameos in our last episode. I think it's March 5th. And and, and it's really, really tight-lipped. No one knows. I mean, everyone has rumors and stuff like that. So I'm thinking, well, you know what? If you're going to tease us, I'll throw some teases out there. As well, so I made uh, I made a list of uh, cameos. Who's going to be in the last episode in season one? You can bet what Doctor Strange be on there. Even though we heard Doctor Strange uh, Part Two is going to have one of the characters in WandaVision, so of course that's a little heavy favorite. You can have Spider Man. Why not have a Spider Man on there or Captain Marvel? I think she's dead hot, so I'm hoping she's on there in season one. I mean, <laughs> outfits in a couple of weeks. Professor X. Uh, now, I've made Professor X and Magneto, both of them, um, just because there's multiple characters in the uh, Marvel Universe have played both Mar- Professor X and Magneto. So any of the characters that played either Professor X or Magneto, you'll get paid if you bet the yes. And, of course, if they're in no show, you can bet the no. It's just fun. You know me. I love doing stuff like this. I love doing the research part. That's why I had a blast doing the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, just because <coughs> I am I am the biggest dork when it comes to uh, music. I have no idea what me. I mean, I have no idea who sings songs. My wife makes fun of me all the time. So me doing the almost 10 days of research of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was, was really cool, really educational. So I I really enjoy when people give me these questions. Like, Why don't you put odds out on this? And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll start doing some reading and stuff like that. And then I just start digging and digging and digging. And it's, it's, it's fun. Uh, like I said, I could care less if not one person bets a dollar on this, but uh, the, it's a fun thing. I mean, if you Google or, or uh, hashtag WandaVisions, a million people love this stuff, and uh, hopefully we'll get some entertainment out of it. I like it. I know I'm entertained every time I see an email come from you, sir. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Now, here's my question. If you were to pick on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, okay, so uh, I'm sorry, that wasn't the question. Reverse. Revert that back. Here's the question. When you're singing the songs that you don't know who's actually sung the original, your wife asks you who sung that song. Instead of saying, I don't know, say me. <laughs> that's, a good, that's good. That's a good one. Uh, before or after she's laughing because I'm singing. Uh, I mean, whenever the, whenever the question comes out, I guess, you know, I'm sure you can kind of judge when that's coming out or you could just be proactive and say before you even start singing i wrote this good to know i, I would definitely work on that though like i said a lot of plug i mean uh if you can just google rock and roll hall of fame odds you can see everyone that copied it and how many different uh, newspapers and magazines put the odds up on there but uh, there's a couple of shoe wins that i think are definitely in i think uh, jay-z uh, is one of one uh, one of them tina turner's one of them i think uh uh, what's the other one? Uh, New York Dolls is one of them. Uh, and Carol King is one. I think four or five are going to get in. Last year, uh, six were in. And the year before, five got in. So I, I think it's only going to be between 
uh, probably four and five. And uh, I think some people are going to be disappointed that they didn't get in. Like uh, uh, I'm trying to think, Shaka Khan. I think that she 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 should be getting in. Uh, I think Iron Maiden should get in, but I think they're going to be left out. Uh, I think the uh, Mary J. Blige. I think she's going to get left out just because if Tina Turner is getting in and Kate Bush is getting in, they're not going to have three females. Uh, get in on one session, so uh, uh, I would be blown away if that's the case. But again, I could be wrong. All right, folks, especially if you're listening on Reddit, because we all saw what the Reddit power can do in the stocks. We want you to push for Mary J. Blige to get in there so I can make that bet right now. And the <laughs> odds are good and in our favor, and then boom, we all win. It's minus 120 right now. Yes, and she'll get in. So, oh, well, I thought it was better odds. No, if I, if you're looking to get maybe the push for someone to get better odds, then uh, what's uh, Devo at plus two fifty, uh, Shaka Khan two to one, LL Cool J plus one sixty. I mean, Dion yeah, I'm Warwick. I'm gonna Dion Warwick is three to one. Which I think she should tell us when she gets in. Because remember, in the '90s, she was in a Psychic Friends hotline in the early '90s. Oh, uh, yes. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's the one that should be telling me if she's getting in or not. You know, that is very true. That is very true. Just thought of that when you said that. That's funny. Okay, here here we go. Here's a – this is a a, a friendly fan. He hangs, he hangs out with all of our shows. Got any crypto odds? Do we have any crypto odds? We do. We usually put them up. I mean, I think the buzz has hit its top line. I mean, of course, Bitcoin is going to be around. And I tell people I, I dealt with both of the Bitcoins and I do a lot of stuff in the market. Uh, so I don't, I, I'm not one of those old people that says, oh, I can't believe what they did in the market, blah, 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 blah. But be very careful because right now it's hot. So if you're not cashing out now or getting a hold of transferring your Bitcoin into dollar, dollar bills, because let's say in months from now you have a million dollar uh, a Bitcoin, and all of a sudden something else new happens or something else happens, you, know, you, you got zero. So I always tell people when you're dealing with stocks, uh, uh, dealing with offshore books and all that, if you put in $500, cash, try to get that $500 as soon as possible and, and maybe a, a profit. So if you do lose it, if anything has happened, because, I mean, shoot, we're in a pandemic now. Who would have thought that? At least you got your money back. You can't say, hey, you know what? I, I, I did uh, – the GameStop stock, I bought uh, 500 shares, and it's up to, to $3,000 now. I say cash out, get to get at least $1,000. So if you do lose that for tanks, at least you can say, hey, you know what? I got my money back. I doubled it. And so it's just sitting there and keep on playing. Try to get your money out no matter what you do, uh, either if it's an offshore sports book, if it's a stock market or something. Because you, you, you never know when your money's sitting in your computer screen and not in your wallet that it can zip out like that. That is very true, and that goes to your wonderful saying that I hear every morning on Instagram. Please, folks, don't bet what you don't have. Yeah, you can, your computer screen, my balance in my offshore book or, or Scotch trade or whatever, Robin Hood can say I have a million dollars, but tomorrow I can wake up and we can be in pandemic part two or something bad happened, and it's got zero dollars. That is so true, sir. So true. You are full of knowledge tonight, and I I'm love just, it. I'm just flowing, just flowing <laughs> of knowledge. Pitchers and catchers reported. My Cubs oh, are going to stink. Uh, you yeah. got you got your quarterback living in your backyard, Carson Wentz. I mean, it's just a beautiful day. So, how, what was the odds on that hit that? Right by the way, 
Who like what Colts? were the odds on the Colts? Uh, him oh, he was, the Colts were the heavy favorite, pretty much. Uh, yeah, and were they like right at like even money? Even. I mean, I saw some shops at plus one twenty. I think we had it at plus one twenty because it was pretty close. It was be- what I heard. Well, before he signed or got traded to the Colts, it was Colts Bears, Colts Bears, and then we found out the Bears had no, didn't even make an offer right. for Carson Wentz. So. Uh, uh, but we had a lot of money coming in on on, on the Bears on that one. So I think uh, Carson Wentz is now your next door neighbor. Yes, he is. I'm looking for him too because I'll get my Deshaun Deshaun Jackson jersey signed by him. How about that? <laughs> Since you're flowing, brother, we're gonna flow right into college hoops. There was something that we wanted to get into last week. We were unavailable due to um, oh crazy weather. Yeah, it was either. A foot of snow here or ice and whatever else was over was your way. 60 mile power winds and, uh, yeah, it was crazy weather. Yes, it was. But, but, now, but, 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 climate could, but climate could change does not exist. So so what's the odds on that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to college hoops. Like I said, we, talk, we were getting ready to talk about it last week. The Big Ten is the big problem for everybody else in the NCAA men's basketball scene. So the question for you, sir, we're going to pop this off. We're going to tip it off by asking, is Michigan, and you know Damon's listening to this one, is Michigan the top dogs in the Big Ten? As of right now, yes. And I still think they get a number one slot if they lose one or maybe even two more games. I still think they give them a number one spot. I mean, because right now, let's face it, Gonzaga, Baylor are both number ones and Michigan. And I know Ohio State lost, but Ohio State, I still have them maybe getting a one because Virginia lost. Uh, so we still got uh, some powerful twos. I think Villanova can maybe. I don't see the committee giving two number one teams at Big Ten, unless for some odd reason, uh, let's say Michigan, uh, Michigan bows out early and Ohio State wins uh, the big uh, 10 championship. Then, okay, then maybe they'll put them in there. But I don't see two number ones coming out because uh, I think these teams are going to be battling still at the last week, last weekend of the Big 10 and then the Big 10 tournament. So I would not be shocked if, Vill- if Villanova wins a couple games uh, or wins theirs. I think they can maybe grab it. Uh, but it, Alabama could be a very interesting uh, number, to, uh, number two to jump into a number one. But let's face it, Illinois can be up there. Iowa could be up there. But, again, they're all going to be battling uh, uh, for significance if they're going to see. I don't see a, whatever projected three, like a West Virginia, uh, Oklahoma, uh, Houston. That's a bad loss that they had last week. Uh, jumping in and Virginia losing to Virginia losing. If Virginia wins the ACC, then that loss to Duke is not that bad on Saturday, and then maybe they can leapfrog. But it's going to be very interesting uh, if how many Big Ten gets ones and twos. Because I think ones and twos, you could see a lot of uh, Big Ten conference. And let's face it, me and you both agree on this. I think it's been, been the best conference all season along uh, the Big Ten. It's been very competitive. I mean, I, we haven't talked to uh, the likes of how good wet Rutgers was this year. Uh, Nebraska was competitive this, uh, this year. Northwestern started off hot, uh, cooled off and all that. So there was really not that one team like, oh, it's for sure W, we're playing this team. I mean, Indiana's been battling on and off, on and off. So it's just been a fantastic conference. Well, I mean, the one team that – that really struggles, in my opinion, um, to get something really going besides IU is Michigan State. 
When you look at that team this year, you don't really see a normal Tom Izzo team on no. the court. You just there's something missing there. And you know, we all we all understand that Michigan State's not always that tough in the beginning of the season, but now that we're starting to, you know, we're into conference play, we're starting to edge towards the conference uh, tournaments and and the big t- or the, uh, the the big dance tournament. You know, now is about the time that they really start playing, and they did show a little sign over the weekend against IU. However, is that going to be enough for Michigan State to pull themselves back out of the hole that they dug themselves in? Yeah, because right now, last time I checked, I thought they I thought they were out, and Indiana was still on a on, on a bubble or last four out or something like that. So it's going to be interesting. And uh, for uh, Michael, that says he likes Michigan as his favorite. Keep an eye out for. Uh, what region they get in? Because okay, if they're a number one seed, they'll play a 16 seed like Texas State, uh, right. James Madison, Siena, something like that. But those eight nine seeds uh, that what I've seen out there, they could be like a BYU, they could be an Oregon, they can be a UCLA. Teams that normally uh, will will try to do half court or shoot the three ball really really well, and, and I think that could maybe. Uh, maybe sneak in snake bite uh, Michigan. I would not be shocked. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to lose it, or uh, but I wouldn't put them as to win it all uh, as Michigan. I would think uh, Iowa and Ohio State have probably better shots of winning it all than Michigan. And let's face it, Michigan was was off for a long time. We still don't know how well their benches. They don't go deep. They're not that a big deep team. Uh, so I'd be, I'd be very careful. I, if I had to choose a Big Ten to win it all, I'm sorry. I know you guys are Michigan fans, probably watching, and that's when it, but it wouldn't be Michigan. I would like uh, Iowa, uh, especially if I, especially Iowa that can be defend and play both ways. They can play a half court and yeah. spread the ball off uh, in Ohio State. Now, I know you're not talking about me when you said no, that. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm talking okay, about your okay. partner in crime. I, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about your partner. Brother, you're my partner in crime right here in the now. I know, but I'm just saying someone's <laughs> going to listen and someone's probably going to yell at me because I'm, ah. bag, I'm bag-mouthing his, his Wolverines. Yeah. I love Dron Howard, though. I think he's doing, he did doing a fantastic job there. Uh, and, and he's doing be, a hell of a lot better than Jim Harbaugh is out on the football field. Let me yeah, tell you that. They, they got a really, really good coach, and his his whole staff is is fantastic. So uh, they're, they're going to get some really good recruits for what they're doing right now. I, I can't disagree with that. You know, sometimes we sit here and we disagree on the stuff. Sometimes, very seldom, we sit there and have a, uh, a cordial conversation that we agree upon things after things after things. And I like those types of nights. Raphael, this night is one of those types of nights that I really enjoy your presence. Yeah, and, and Drake says keep a, or Michael says keep an eye on Drake. Well, Drake will probably be a ten or eleven seed, so that means yeah, they've been playing really good ball against their conferences, but they have to play like a six seed or a seven seed, which most likely could be a Big Twelve team like a Virginia Tech, or I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, ACC team like a Virginia Tech or an Arkansas and all that. And I think uh, Drake will have a hard time. Uh, yeah, great story. Uh, keep an eye out for Siena and Cleveland State. Uh, and the Anteaters uh, of, uh, of UIC, uh, I think those teams can uh, will have a, a very, very good tournament. What about the team that we've seen in recent years, um, year after year, and that's the Shockers? Are they yeah. going to make some shocking uh, moves in the in the tournament this year? It all depends on where they're going to be seated. Seating's going to be very different this year because – it's all in one state, so it's not like you're going to have a, a, a abundance of. It's in the uh, state I know of basketball. 
It's the state of basketball. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, but I think right now I saw them maybe I think a 12 or a 13 seed. So they would have to play a four seed. And right now the four seeds, I th- what I looked at are tough, like Tennessee, Texas. Yeah. Uh, Florida State could be a four seed. So yep. uh, they, I always look for a Wichita State team. They always play well in a tournament. But a four, I was hoping – I need them to win a couple of games. So I'd like to get them a 12 seed because the 12 seeds always do really, really well in a tournament beating a five seed. That's very true, and it's usually good money on those. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I have one more question, and I'm going to go. If we're talking about college hoops, you know where I'm asking. Is the North Carolina Tar Heels worthy and willing to do anything in the tournament? No. I think they're – I would be – I don't want to say shocked as if they – get out of uh, round one because right now they're a double digit seed. I think uh, I'll 10 or 11. So uh, they can battle a, a big 10 team as their first game. Well, if they have to play uh, a, a Purdue or a, I'm trying to think of maybe an, an, an Arkansas team or yeah. something like that, that would, that would be trouble for them. Cause uh, even though they're normally the Tar Heels like to run, they're not a running team this year and they don't shoot the three ball uh, as well as we've seen the Tar Heels in the past, so I would not be shocked if they're uh, just like all their good players, one and done. <laughs> one and done. Hey, you know, that's how I was. One and done, and she's 12 now. Raphael, let everybody know where they can reach you at, sir. You can find me over at mybookie.ag. You can find me over at docsports.com, which I did write an article for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for Doc Sports. You can click on that's that and read it. Uh, it's a fun ride. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do a little bit more of riding uh, this uh, now that football's over. You can check me out on Instagram, on Raphael Esparza, and on Twitter at VSI Doc Sports. Well, we might just have to uh, recruit you to write some blogs on the BWSports1.com page. Just saying. Just saying. Hey. Like Jen, Jack hey. Manziel. Uh, yeah, show me the money. <laughs> Jerry McGuire. We'll talk about that. We'll get it going. Folks, it's always fun Monday nights with him and me and bet your ass with Rafael Esparza. We are here Monday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time here on Facebook and the YouTube channel. And catch us on all podcast platforms. Rafael, it's been fun as always, sir. Appreciate it. We hope that we don't have any more uh, weather delays in our fantastic nights. And, sir, you have a good week. You, too, have a great week. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Check us out. www.bwsports1.com. And we're out. Peace.